Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, April 4th, with Dave Percival and Adam Caswell. And Grant's here as well. You know what? It's great to have you guys in here today. That's all I know. It's, I'm in a good mood. It's yeah. been a good day so far. It's going to probably continue to be. It's a yeah. fantastic day out. I'm not going to lie to you. After this weekend I had, I'm just glad to be here, too. I know. That's. <laughs> I was going to give you a do tell, but you that know, could there, take there, a little there, too there, much there was time. some poor decisions that were made this weekend. And uh, you know what? The good news is I'm here to talk about them. Yeah, poor decisions and accountability, <laughs> eh, Adam? I'm glad you're here, too. Um, okay, we'll start as we always do with the Leafs. you got to talk some Leaf stuff. 6-3 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers. A very, yep. I, I'm glad Dan isn't here or he'd get a roasting. The Flyers just are not a good hockey team right now. You know, that we're even so micromanaging the Leafs' performance that be, when they got down a little bit, eh, people are yep. like, oh, the Leafs off to a slow start. Well, yep. yeah, they still won the hockey game convincingly. Um, as we said earlier, I just love the fact that Jack Campbell played a, a much better game. You know, it's a good confidence game for him, Adam. Definitely. He needs confidence. <clears throat> like any position in hockey, you've got to have that confidence. If you're a goal scorer, you need to throw a couple in the net. If you're, if you're a goalie, you need to get in the way of a couple. And you know, it's, it, Simmons is like Wayne Simmons went 33 games without a goal. And you know, he great game. He was just a bit shy of the Gordie Howe hat trick. He had a he had a fight and a goal. But you know what? They need him in the heavy slugging. And I know that if he doesn't start to produce, they're not going to be able to play him. And they, I think they have to play him. And I've said that earlier. When these games get tougher and more physical, yeah, uh, I agree. agree. With that, no, I totally agree with it. And and the thing is, is like I've seen a couple of games where Simmons has got you know. Coming into 10 minutes left in the third period, he's got three minutes on the ice. And you and I both know that you can't, like, you can't be at that level and, and play three minutes on the ice. Yeah, you're supposed to be ready for it whenever you're, you you jump on the ice, but you need to get into a groove. And, and anytime I've seen Wayne out there, he is hustling. He's making stuff happen. He might not get on the score sheet, but he he really does assert himself out there. And, and if the Leafs want to make a deep run, They've got to have him in the lineup, and they've got to have him playing some minutes to make sure that other teams don't have their way with with the Leafs. Don't take liberties, right? And very good. That's a really good point. So tonight, uh, there are two critical games, as Grant had mentioned, and they are key games in Tampa tonight. Yep. Florida tomorrow night. Like this is these are uh, tell-all games. We're going to see how they produce in those barns against uh, the teams that they have to beat and who are ultimately going to be playing in the playoffs. Oh, 100%. And, and Tampa's going to be a tough barn to play in because I think a lot, they're not going to have the crowd that they usually have in Tampa behind them because most of those folks have come back. And Tampa is the, they're, they're one of the loudest barns in the, in the NHL right now. And they lead the attendance, if not the top five. Right, exactly. So let's let's jump right to the fight we were talking about earlier. Okay, so we'll talk we'll talk fight a little bit of fight here today. Um, this is the one of this weekend. This is that's right. Anaheim and Arizona. So you got Jay Beagle, who is yep. a very really tough guy. Like he's not a he, he doesn't have to fight, but he's a fighter. Yep. Okay, and can fight. Yep. So what happens? Uh, it's a five nothing. I'll just set it up. A five nothing Anaheim lead. Okay? okay, and Troy Terry plays for Anaheim. Yep. The young scorer who doesn't fight. Mm -hmm. Zegers has scored a lacrosse style goal on them for good measure just prior to this. Okay. All right. Which is, you know, to make it 5 yeah. nothing. Yeah. Zegers is in the net pounding away at their goaltender with a stick. Okay. Beagle comes in, cross checks Zegers in the back. Yep. 
Troy Terry comes in because everybody's crowded around, and and uh, Beagle knows it's Troy Terry, I'm sure, who doesn't fight their young scorer, and he proceeds to pound him, and I mean pound him, hit him hard, kept him, hit him when he was down, really hurt him too. A tremendous bit of damage. Now, why I'm saying this, Adam, my point is I don't condone what Beagle did. Do you, do you feel that Beagle knows Troy Terry well enough that when he comes into the mix that he's not there to fight? You know what? I think that it's That was just, my point. I think it's just a lot of frustration, and you know what? You'll take your frustration out on whoever you can. And I think that that's going to cause a bit of an issue the next time that they play. Um, I, you know, especially when you're when you when you beat somebody up that that badly. So I I think that uh, unfortunately, lacrosse style goals at four nothing, that's rubbing it in somebody's face, and you've got to be careful of that. And and there are repercussions for that, unfortunately. And it just the repercussion was to the wrong guy. All right, you've nailed it because I, I in no way and what happened to poor Troy Terry is not right at all. But again, a very serious stuff. You've got Beagle out there. You see Zegris again pounding, yep. jabbing at your goaltender. Yep. He gets cross-checked in the back. Troy Terry comes in, does nothing wrong, but it's still it's frustration. Yep. You said the key thing. And again, I'm not condoning. Beagle knows better. And the good news about all this is, is that Beagle will have some issues in the next game. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's the way it works yep. in, in NHL hockey. So, But it wasn't fair, and he could have hurt him very badly. You know, he did, he did, like the pictures that I've seen of him, he does not look like he, he won that fight at all. Well, the poor guy never even got his gloves off. No. He, he did not. Yep. And I think he was trying to hang on. But, again, Beagle's got to know better. But he yep. will know better in the next game when they meet next year, yep. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, big thing with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, big, you know, I'd, I'd said this before. That it was good what happened with Kyle Lowry. You know, he was uh, the heart and soul of that team. It was nice to see what they did for him in Toronto yep. last night. Now, with all that said, the Raptors were playing the best team in the East. Yep. Uh, Miami are number one, and they're number yep. one for a reason. Yep. And what I realized, I watched a quarter of this game. No Jimmy Butler and no P.J. Tucker, who played for the Raptors, yep. who's great defensively. And you know what? Even though it was 114-109, I don't know what you saw, but the Raptors really weren't in that. They weren't going to win that game, in my opinion. I just No, they came out really strong, and, and I think that there was a sense of overconfidence. Uh, Fred Van Vliet was trying to get, he was trying to pass Lowry with um, the most threes in a, in a season for a, a Raptor, which he did. Um, th they came out like a house on fire. And that, but the problem was, is, is it was almost like they got a little overconfident after the first because they, they were up by a bunch after the first. And it was like, oh yeah, I think we got this. These aren't, these guys aren't that, that bad. They, these guys aren't that good. And, and so then anyway, they, the uh, the heat just slowly chipped away, slowly chipped away, and then took control of the game. Right, exactly. So, I, again, I, you know, it was a very good Heat team. Nice to see what they did for Kyle Lowry. Nice the way Kyle Lowry reacted. So everything is all love today about the Toronto Raptors, yep. even with the loss. Toronto Blue Jays, everybody, I'll tell you what, Friday is opening game. Perfect. And we got a, we got two more games that mean really not a heck of a lot, just tweaking and fine-tuning. I just, I've got nothing more to say, and I can't wait to see the, the Toronto Blue Jays I'm with year. you on this one. I think that they're going to be a really exciting team to watch. I watched George Springer yesterday hit two home runs uh, in the game, and i tell you what, I just hope that he can stay healthy beyond the first couple of games. <laughs> because, you know, we, we, we joke about it, but they yep. need this guy as, as, a, as a league MVP. 100%. And uh, he's got to stay healthy. Yep. I, to, to give them a real good shot, they need him. Yep.
You know, when his bat's working, boy, it's oh, working at a high, high and, level. And it helps because it just it helps the team. You know, you, you, you less less everybody's not squeezing the bat as much. Like you've got a whole bunch of guys that can hit in that and on that team and then you've got you know you some great pitching on that team so they're not going to need a ton of runs but it's nice to have a ton of runs yeah exactly now i watch i love golf and i know you love golf yep. i'm not sure all our listeners love golf as much as i love golf but they had the valero open yesterday and yep. uh, this fellow jj spawn and i watched yep. uh, i watched the last nine holes yep um two stroke victory now the yep. key to spawn i think is what makes it cool he's had 147 starts without yep. a victory and these guys you know they tough it out and they you know he's an elite player but he's in now to big money he's got the masters where i'm yep. prefacing this masters is this week yep. um you know good on him because i'll tell you what he's slugged right along canadian tour winner yep you know played on the lesser yep. tours yep um played with a lot of confidence and you know as i said you gotta like him now where adam you've played a lot of golf and you're a pretty good golfer uh he started the round with a double bogey that's a now, tough start. Yeah. Now he said. Now what he said, double bogey to me is a rank amateur. Yeah. I get angry. Uh, the the rest of my game is done because I know I'm in the back of my mind. I can't. I, I can't yep. really improve upon this a heck of a lot. Yep. He said, "Oh well, it wasn't that big a deal." He said, "I'm set for that." He said, "Better than than having a double bogey on the tenth hole." And mm -hmm. I'm thinking, there's one another major difference between a pro athlete yep. and a guy that does it as a oh, scrub. I, I I agreed. Like they, what you got to remember, like all these all these golfers have like they've got all sorts of coaches and they've got like they've got mind coaches basically. To I forget right. what the name of them is, but you know, like they've got they've got these people that they talk to about getting in the right headspace. I was gonna say psychiatrist, but I pretty close, that, pretty close to a psychiatrist. <laughs> But yeah, so this so we got the Masters this week yep. at Augusta. So the big yep. news, of course, Tiger is Tiger going to now the Augusta is the toughest course they said to walk as as tough yep. as any. Yep. So that's his issue right now because 100%. I'm sure yep. he's got game to handle that course. Oh, yeah. But can he physically walk it? It's for you know, four days, right? For four days. For thank four you. days. So that may not happen because I know he wants to play well and he doesn't want to uh, affect himself. But you know, this is a great week. They have the uh, pitch, putt, and chip contest. Chip, yeah, the, the kids. Yep. yep. They've That's done. all. I've, they've crowned everybody. They already. They crowned everybody on Sunday. And you've got the par three contest, which is a great thing. Yep. The mini tournament, yep. I think, today. Jack Nicklaus at eighty-two has said, "I can't play that anymore." I'm still going to hit the ceremonial ball, yep. but to his credit, he said, "I'm not, I'm not, I don't play any golf anymore." And at 82, it's got to be tough to go around and do. Yeah, that. yep, for fair sure. enough. Yep, because he was he was one of the greatest. But uh, I get excited about the Masters tournament. Uh, Canadian soccer, okay, with our draws in Adam. Draws in, yeah. I I watched that on Friday. Watched the the way that it unfolded. I actually like the group that they're in. Yeah, I don't think it's a horrible thing. Now they they'll say, well, you can pick, you can mix and match all this stuff. You got Belgium, who's number two. Yep. Croatia, sixteen. Yep. You got Morocco, twenty-four. Yep. I like what Herdman said. He said, doesn't matter. Nope. He said, we're we're a really really good soccer team right now, yep. and we've got to play teams anyway. Yep. How do you see this? Now? Well, I I look at uh, the U.S. and Mexico are both above Croatia in the standings, so they beat both of those squads. So you know, I I think that. I think that the way that the Canadians are playing right now, they're not afraid of anybody. Uh, and when you're playing with confidence like that, most it, that's a tough team to play against. Like it, they're not scared. They it doesn't matter who they're going to go up against. They feel that they can win against any team that they go up against right now. 
Yeah, I don't think these rankings, I think you hit the key point. I don't think they mean a heck of a lot at all. No. Um, you know, and as I said, you start, if they start, which I saw a sportscaster do, start guessing what's going to happen in a second yep. round, that's all a moot point. No. It doesn't matter. No, it, it, and it doesn't. It's it's just like golf. Like J.J. Spawn was ranked, I don't know, like 150th before the, or not 150th, he went up 56 spots. So he was ranked somewhere around 120. And he just went up a whole bunch of spots. He was the 120th ranked golfer in the in the world. So he shouldn't have won that tournament, but he did. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, we got the national championship, men's basketball. Now, before I started, I know yep. you like to give a shout-out. I believe, and I'm not sure who they were playing, the UConn girls lost. No, Yes, they did. They played uh, South Carolina, the Gamecocks. All right, and so they lost. In, but in their own barn. No, 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 no. It was on a neutral site. It, it was. Ah. It's, it's leading up to it. It's the lead eight, the the sweet sixteen. That's on that. That isn't on neutral sites. So the uh, they they lost in Minneapolis is where they played at the Staples Center. All right. So, they, but they don't lose very often. They do don't. They? All right. No. So that was why I wanted to give yep. them a shout out. Yep. Now, how did you make out in the Villanova Kansas game and Duke versus North Carolina? How'd you do? Not as well as you, Percy. Not as well as you. Well, I have. <laughs> I think I think you went. You, I, I was, I was fifty percent. You were a hundred percent. Well, okay, but I was a hundred percent because I have a puppy that picked these teams. Okay, like <laughs> it's you know that's the problem with trying to pick these games, right? Um, Kansas, number one, Kansas. Uh, but quite handily beat Villanova 81-65. Yep. North Carolina were game, you know, as I said, they're, they are legit. 81-77 over yep. Duke. Coach K doesn't get his win, but still nope. leaves an esteemed yep. guy. And, and what, what drove me nuts about that game is most of the Duke players left the court early and didn't shake hands afterwards. There was only one or two guys from Duke that shook hands and that's just such poor sportsmanship. That's shocking at that level. That's where you have to, you have to step up and <laughs> Right and and show your respect well, for the other team. You right? know what? And I I'm I'm going to go back and say that this is LeBron's fault because LeBron did it a number of years ago with uh, Cleveland. He walked off the court and didn't shake anybody's hand. And ever since then, it's been an okay thing to do. Well, you got to get guys like LeBron doing things. People follow his lead, right? 100%. All the time. He's he's the best basketball player on the planet right now. And so hey, if it's okay for him to do it, then it's okay for us to do it. Yeah, fair enough. Not fair enough, but I see what you mean. Okay, nine twenty tonight is the big game. Then North Carolina against Kansas. Who yep. do you like in that game, Adam? Who do you who would you take in this one? I want to take Kansas, but the way that North Carolina handed Duke that loss, I gotta say it's it's gonna be North Carolina. I know, and I've got to be honest. I have no idea. I just think what the be, puppy say. Well, I, I, I haven't had a chance to confer with my dog to get the proper thing. I truly don't know. I just know you got two really good teams. It won't be a blowout. How's that sound? Hopefully I not. I want to keep this 100% going, so I'm not taking any side at all. Well, I'll tell you what, Adam, this is an absolute treat. It's been fun doing this with you. We'll, sure has. We'll be doing it again. Sounds good. Very, very soon. Awesome. Um, to our listeners, get out, enjoy the weather. It's beautiful spring weather. I'm Dave. For Adam and Grant, take care. We'll be back on Wednesday with more sports.